Welcome everybody. I'm Justin. Welcome to my podcast. Thought you'd come back. Tell me all you found was heartbreak and misery. It's hard for me to say. I'm jealous of the way. In this podcast, I get advice from guests that I bring on to this show on and they give me advice on the on topics I'm inexperienced in. Today, my guest is Erwin. Oh, do I say hi? Yes. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> um, he is a good friend. Oh, no. Yes, he is. A, he is the Bob Inspire to my no good dream. I always get that mixed up. I don't know how. Because you... You ain't a good friend. Oh, thank you. I'm very honored, I guess. <laughs> um, so, why are you muted? <laughs> okay, I don't care. There's going to be background noises a lot. That's why. It's okay. Um, oh, no. So, I've been thinking, uh, before I made the whole podcast, I was thinking about, I was, how do, um, for months, I was like, yeah, I should make a podcast, but I never, I never what, I never chose what specifically the podcast would be about until I late in the, so until um <laughs> you got this <laughs> until somewhere in the summer I was talking to you like late night and you were about advice oh yeah and I was like this should be what my podcast should be about. <laughs> So, yeah, it sounds good. So, so pretty much, you were the reason I started this podcast. Aw, uh, thank you. And for some reason, I'm so honored. And some reason, you're uh, what the four or fifth guest. <laughs> yeah, really salty about that. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So whatever. Oh, yeah. Fifth runner up. The advice you give me is pretty much. Oh no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the scary part. It's pretty much a, pretty much a oh, life no. advice and kind of love advice. Kind of. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been through some stuff. Love life. Oh, I've been through a lot of that. Um, <laughs> so, let's get right into it then. I'm, oh, no. <laughs> so, I talked about... I talked to you about this, um, about this girl. I, I'm oh, not yeah, gonna yeah. tell her yeah. say her name, but yeah, I I won't say names. Sorry. Um, let's call her. Uh, oh no, <laughs> code names. <laughs> I'm gonna forget code names. Let's call her C. Okay, that's reasonable. Yes. Um. So, uh, you know most most of the details because you're the only one I talk to. So recently, uh. Over the summer, we used to talk like all the time, but now we okay we kind of drifted apart. We kind of like saw talking. I mean, once in a while, I try to Aww. I try to make um, conversation, but she never answers. It's kind of kind of kind of never answers, kinda, as in like didn't reply to you. Like takes forever. Uh takes forever or no reply 
Okay. And <laughs> to oh. other people, my Justin, <laughs> you might sound I might sound lonely, but it's I, I, true. To other people, I think I can name. I think I know the other one. Right? Hmm? I know the other one. You, there's two more, but then okay, never mind. Okay, continue. Oh, who? <laughs> I'm so confused. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Uh, what else? So. The main point is, do you have any advice to maybe how I can deal with this? Or, I mean, oh no, looking <laughs> for me with advice. <laughs> First mistake. Um, I don't know because, huh? Because if the person isn't like replying to you as much, there could be like a problem. So like, did you like I don't know confront them about it? As in like, oh, is there something wrong or something? That's, or no? that's the I'm kind of too pussy. <laughs> I, I think I that's mean, clear. I don't, yeah, that's pretty obvious. I don't want to be too <laughs> forceful or anything. Okay, I see. I see. You're uh, you're not that. You're not able to like. Yeah. Okay, I see. You're not. You're not brave enough to like go talk to them one on one about I it. I mean, okay. Last episode, I talked about me being kind of introverted or antisocial, but you never. Oh, you yeah. never. Uh, <laughs> you never. <laughs> That, people bro. say you're very quiet people say you're quiet but then like i tell them no he's not I you mean, should see what he does around me he like jumps everywhere i mean that's the thing about like kind of like anti-social people like when you get to mm-hmm. know them a lot they start opening up to you and they start yeah, yeah. You know, joking around I knew, I knew you for a while so mm-hmm. i was like it was fine for you to open up sadly what oh <laughs> i'm kidding okay but huh usually I don't have any advice for like that happening because whenever someone has a hard time replying to me, I just like, I don't know. I just stop texting them. Like I give up on them because at this point in my life, I don't have anyone else to prove because like, you know, we rejected a lot, but, um, what I plan to do if I do get in a relationship, what I plan to do first is to tell the person, Oh, um, if you like someone else or like, you're not feeling this anymore, let me know right away. Because, you know, I want, like, a real relationship. I don't want a relationship where they have to fake and put up with, you know? Mm -hmm. So then, that's what I would do. Because, like, when you get in a relationship with someone, you have to... What I want to do is set the rules. Not, like... I don't want to be, like, strict rules. I want, like, rules as in, like... I want us to have, like, a good communication and stuff. I want you to be comfortable to talk to me if something's wrong and stuff like that. Because I don't want them having to, like... I don't know. uh, Fake put up with the relationship and stuff like that. I want them to be honest with me. Because... If they were to break up with me on the spot, I'd be fine with that. At least they're like happy and I can, you know, accept that. But if they were to fake the relationship for like a long time, I'd kind of be disappointed about that. Because I was like, oh, did you not think I could handle it? Or like, is there something wrong? So what I would suggest is that if you do get into another relationship, you should like, you know, let them know ahead of time saying like, oh, yeah, if you don't feel this anymore, let me know right away, please. And stuff like that. Yeah, so. That's kind of the real thing. I had a mistake with my uh, my first relationship um, with uh, let's call her H. Uh, oh, I thought we were calling. Oh wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The recent one. Not the recent. What? Alright. No, I'm confused. Are we talking about C or is this a new person? Okay, so I'm changing it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. You're, you're you switching talk- the letters okay. once in a while. So you talked about. Um, telling someone to, um, that if they lose feeling, uh, tell you tell you ahead of time. 
So that's kind of yeah. The it's thing good to that heads up. I didn't do with uh, my last relationship with H. Hmm. Um, I was close friends with H, and like H's best friend, or like who usually who H hangs out with most of the time. And then like they told me like you know what was going on in relationship and stuff. And then I don't know because what you did in relationship was like very sweet of you, like how you're very like you know kind-hearted and stuff. What you did for H and whatnot. But um, how do I say? You're able to express that you love her at times, but like you need to also be able to like I don't know communicate. Okay, what what's the normal conversation with you, you and her? Like, what is the conversation you guys usually have? What is it about? Um, I usually just talk about or ask her about her day and normal stuff. A person would have, ask someone. Okay, have you and ever have you and her ever had like a personal talk before? Like you know. I mean, there's some incidents where uh, she says like she has to help someone. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Uh, I see, I see, I see. And I support her, mm-hmm. but not really anything serious. Because what I would suggest is that, like, um, you guys, I feel as if like you guys didn't have a very like good communication going on. That's why, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she when he asks her like, "Oh, how's your day?" She's like, "Oh, it's good," but is it really good though? Was your day that good? Are you sure she's not like lying or something? Or like, I don't know. I mean, you did what you could. I mean, by the sounds of it, you tried really hard to keep the relationship, which is like very nice of you, honestly. But you just didn't have that very effective communication going on between you two, which I think, which was the major problem because your relationship was kind of like rushed a bit, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't want to go too much into details about that. But um, I just feel like you guys should have had you know, time to develop what you're ha- having, you know, so that when you do get in a relationship with age, um, you guys have that good communication going on. So I feel like you should, before you date someone, you got to make sure you have that good com- good communication with them. So like mm-hmm. they're able to open up to you and stuff because I feel as if like she wasn't opening up to you too much about, you know, her life and stuff like that, which I think was a problem. But I don't know. Right. So, um, the night you convinced me to make a podcast. Or no, Honestly, no, 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 I didn't mind. convince you. Mind, I just supported your idea. Oh, never mind. Um, not that night. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm mistaken. So, whoops. We have a lot of like deep nights. I know. Talks. So, you gotta be specific. One, one of the nights we were talking about <laughs> uh, my relationship okay, okay. with H, and you said you said something that really like st- stood out. You said she did she didn't deserve me. Uh, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like she doesn't deserve you or something. Yeah, you said that. Like, because like, like what I said earlier, like the things that you did, like even like, even when you know that like the relationship's going down and stuff, you still like tried your best to keep it up and stuff. You know, you try to, um, what is that? You tried your best, you know, try to keep the relationship going and stuff. Like, whenever there's like special things happening between you two, like you give her like the most cutest things and stuff. So you did your job, as in like you know being a good boyfriend for her mm-hmm. but yeah pretty much because you tried oh sorry something's happening um sorry chain of thoughts lost yeah mm-hmm. uh you put up with everything as in like when the relationship started to fall and you realized that you tried your best to keep it up and stuff which showed a lot to you because if that was me and i knew the relationship was going down i just confront them on the spot i, I would try for a bit but i would just stop them you took like the extra mile and stuff and like tried your best keeping it up 
for as long as you can. And I mean, that showed a lot of, you know, character of you. You also presented her with like nice gifts and stuff, which again, gifts aren't everything for people. But mm-hmm. still, you showed a lot of thought about it. So then I thought that like, you're showing so much love and affection for her. And it shows as if she's not doing the much thing for you. So I was like, why are you putting up with this? Like, not saying this H is a bad person. I love H. You know, she's, she's really nice. Mm-hmm. But I just feel as if, like, you could have done so much better. No offense to H. I love H again. But I just feel like, I don't know. I didn't want you to, like, waste your time trying to put up with that when you could have gone for someone else, for all I know. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So going uh, back to uh, talking about CEO. Okay. So okay. the thing that's on my mind mm-hmm. is um I don't know if I don't think this is uh the right thing to say, but we both broke up with our previous uh loved one at the same day, pretty much. So Um <laughs> I feel like that's just coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That, I know that, but then I kinda uh-huh. I kind of think that that's the reason why we liked each other because we both had that this sense is... of loss, kind of. Kind of what? Um, a sense of loss. Mm. Okay, I see, I see. Which, like, then we talked more and that pretty much yeah, each, yeah, yeah. each other filled that sense. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, I'm overreacting, but I guess... I feel like you're overthinking this, but yeah, no, 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 continue. Right. It's okay, it's okay. So, um, okay. Maybe, let's just, maybe I think, I think maybe she lost interest because now she doesn't feel that sense of loss anymore because it's been a while. I mean, um, C is going to like, you know, a very special school and whatnot. So then obviously, the school is like very like expensive and whatnot. So I, mm-hmm. I feel as if C should like focus more on the school. Because before, even like before you and C probably had an interest in each other or something. Before that, before we even graduated, I believe, I confronted C telling her that like, I don't want you to date anyone because I want you to focus more on your studies. That's why. Because what she's doing, I sound like a mom too. What she's doing is she's going to a very like, I don't know. I wouldn't, again, I don't consider schools like that like high in the top better than other schools but i'm just saying that like that school is having high expectations so i feel as if a relationship wouldn't help her as much as in like studying wise but mm-hmm. um what was i gonna say yeah uh see i feel as if she would have went with a relationship i just think that like i don't think it would be best for her with the given situation right now but then again c is still like going through the whole um breakup process See, um, I was talking to C about it. So some inside tea. Um, C wouldn't mind dating you, actually. C, like, admires you, I guess. Because, you know, C was talking to me about it, and I told her some good things about you. As in, like, you're a really nice person and stuff, and stuff like that. And, again, she um, told me, like, you know, school and stuff. She doesn't... She also, because for the same reason for me in a relationship, um, long distance-wise, because whenever you're in a long distance relationship with someone like yeah you can feel the love but like mm, do you okay think about it 
Would you want a relationship with someone at your school or at a different school? I mean, I wouldn't want a relationship at all. <laughs> Let's just say, like, <laughs> okay, just saying, if you want a relationship, it's better to have a relationship at the same school as you, right? Kind of. Right. So then uh, me and C felt the same way, as in, like, we want a relationship with someone that's in our school. We don't want long distance, mainly because it's not for me. It's not because I don't trust the person. It's not that the person shouldn't be able to trust me. It's just that, like, it feels off a bit. And if you were, if C was going, if you and C were going to the same school, I feel as if C would go along with the relationship. But, you know, with you guys not being the same school, I don't think that work out. Right. Um, I hear that background noise. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, the kind of, I don't know how to put this, but there's a perk about being in a long relationship. A long distance relationship. Sorry, oh, uh, my brain isn't working right now. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. If if you're in a, a long distant distant relationship, um, every time you see them, you feel you feel more love, I guess, because if you're in the same school, you see them pretty much every day. But okay. To long relation, long distant relationship. Sorry, you know, oh, the distant word just is just not in my mind. <laughs> the long. It's okay. Relationship, it's like really late too. Um, it gives you more sense of uh, why you're in a relationship. Okay. I I don't so, have a train of thought right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll try and break down what you said. So um. If you're in a long-distance relationship, the base of communication is through texting, right? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, what I've seen the like the big issue with like relationships at our past school, um, it's mainly the the way they talk. Oh my god, <laughs> the the way they talk to each other. So, um, I was friends with this one person, and then they're in a relationship with this other person, mm-hmm. and they text a lot, and I was like, okay, that's cute. But when they interact in real life. It's not necessarily how it's like when they're texting. Like they, it's very awkward. It's pretty quiet. They need other people around them in order to have a good conversation. The thing is, if you rely too much on having a conversation with someone on text, that's pretty much the only way you can talk to them, really. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, when I'm texting someone compared to me talking to them in real life, it's different. Whenever I text someone like you giving advice and stuff, it's better if I do it on text because that's when I'm thinking differently. But if you had this in real life, like right now, my advice might not as might might not be good. So right. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, that is a possibility. But at the same time, um, you really got to focus on like being able to communicate with each other face to face. Because if you rely too much on text, let me tell you, if you guys meet up, it might not be the same or feel the same when you're talking one on one, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess. I mean. I get what you're trying to say. Wait, hold up. Okay, so um, try, I'm trying to regather my thoughts and try to elaborate <laughs> yeah, more of what my idea was. Um, so I started out with relationship at school. In a relationship at school, you can see them all day, like I said. Um, so mm-hmm. seeing them all day, you kind of 
you don't treasure more of the the moments you have with them as much as if you were meeting up with a long distance relationship okay hold up because you're because you guys are apart when you guys meet mm-hmm. you tend to make more memorable relationships or not yeah <laughs> not memorable <laughs> moments <laughs> not relationships just okay it's okay um okay so basically what i'm gonna say is um the general thing about a relationship is you know finding someone you like and for some people usually it leads up to marriage right mm-hmm. when you marry someone you do know you're gonna have to face them every single day so if you can't feel the same way for someone every single day how can you feel the same way for the rest of your life mm. so then i'm just saying um oh my god <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's okay um so you know when you're meeting up with someone you're like oh yeah I never seen you in a while. Oh my god, I miss you and stuff. Yeah, that's cute and all, but like if you do get serious about the relationship, you marry in the future and you see each other every single day and you start lacking interest, is that really love or is that mainly oh I'm texting you because you know I need someone to lean on, you comfort me and stuff like that. You if you're in a relationship with someone, you actually got to commit as in like think does this person really make me happy? Um an example. So is it okay if I talk about, you know, my sexuality? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, you know, as a gay person, uh, my older brother told me... Hey, you're um, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> but anyway, um, my brother, my older brother, he's deployed right now. He knows that I'm gay. And before he left, we had this conversation. And he was like, Erwin, um, when you grow up with someone, usually they have a baby because, you know, they might be bored in the r- marriage. So they have a child to make it more interesting. How are you going to do that with, you know, your marriage with the guy? And then I was telling him, I was like, you don't need a baby to make you happy. I or like, that sounds bad. But what, I'm, what I told him is, if you're with someone, shouldn't they make you happy already? Because, again, when you're marrying someone, you got to really commit as in, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But if you do the long distance relationship thing, you're going to be so used to seeing each other that when you spend the rest of your life together, it's going to feel so weird. So, okay. Let's say you and um, C got a thing, right? You guys committed and stuff. You went through your whole high school life doing the long distance things. You meet up once a week. You just went out once a week. You hanged out. You met up, you know, chilled and talk and stuff. You enjoyed every single week when you see her. But when you start marrying and stuff, you got to think that, oh, now I don't see you once a week. I pretty much see you every single day of my life. So if you don't feel that connection again, obviously the relationship might not work out. So that's why I'm saying if, if the relationship seems boring to you that you see them every single day and you're like, oh, oh I don't like this, then should, they, should you actually really commit to being in a relationship with them in the first place? Because if you, if you can't feel the same way or feel happy with the person you're, you're, you're in love with, every, seeing them every single day, then how can you do that like, for the re- like, you know, further on in your life with them? So I, I'm just saying that, like, you got to make sure that you're happy with this person. Because if you do commit in anything, you know, you got to know, like, you know, you see them every single day. Because it's, it's a good heads up and, like, a thought about. Because I don't want you, like, wasting your life as in, oh, I'm committing with this person. But then later on in marriage, you're like, oh, I'm not feeling anymore. And then, great. Now you have to start all over your love life process. So that's why it's good to find that one person you can really connect with, you know? Mm-hmm.
Okay. Oh my god, that was a lot. Okay. <laughs> um. So. Oh my god, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Well, that I'll give you time to process. <laughs> so that's a. So so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, here I'll, I'll I'll give you a topic that we can stall on while you get your train of thought. Let's talk about my love life and how bad that's going. <laughs> right. Wow. Oh wait, are we actually going to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I don't know. So far, my love life has been bad because the the thing is about me is I can give good advice to people, but the thing is I can't do it for myself. I don't know. Yeah, that's because, the kind of thing about me too. So. <laughs> um, I don't give advice actually, but I. Um, <laughs> okay. It's more of like the matchmaking. I, 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 uh, um, I know a lot about how couples work because you watch anime. What? Um, <laughs> I'm so, kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, continue. I told you this already, but I'm not like most other guys where they they see oh that girl is nice that girl is hot. That mm-hmm. I I have a crush on them. Oh, I hate that. Sorry. Like most of most of the guys in our societies like that. Yeah. Um, so and okay. there's like some of us who actually like like personality. Um, Pat personality wise, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and we're labeled as uh, quote unquote nice guys. Mm-hmm. And. It's kind of true that we don't get the girl sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Is this where I step in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the thing is, um, with the society today, um, I-, I will be honest, I'm a victim of this too. Um, when you see someone and you're like, oh, I like them. That's, do you actually, what I think about now is like, do you really like them? Or are they, you know, what my brother considers them, eye candy. You just like the way they look, pretty much. But you don't really know them personally. So that's a major thing I'm facing right now. Eye candy. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you're attractive. I, I have a crush on you. But then, like, do I really know what they're like? The thing is, like, with girls today, um, most of the guys that have that kind of thought, as in, oh, eye candy, eye candy. You know, I like the way you look, so I'm going to hit on you and stuff. Girls only do that mainly because the people that are doing it are, like, more attractive, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. M- majority of them, you know. Then there's, like, other people. I'm like, eh. But still, um, the thing is, us guys, we like the girl, like pers- personality-wise. Like we want to get to know them. You know, we want to basically like see. We basically want to comfort them, give them love and affection. The thing is, with that, it's gonna take time and process. Unless, like, I don't know. I don't, let's imagine a five-six or no five-eight guy just walks in on your girl, good-looking, nice slick hair and shit. You know, starts flirting a bit, and boom, oh God, Irwin, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Is this exposing me? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that, like, the thing is, um, nice guys like us, we want to get to know the person, you know, we really want to very much like connect with the person, and that takes time and process. But at one point, some F boy is just going to walk in and then swoop them away, mainly because they don't care about connecting with the person. They just want to get straight to the point. They want to get in a relationship. They want to get to this person. And that's the major problem with us, mainly, you know, the girls want to go with like the bad boys and stuff, mainly because the guy, the girls, the guy, oh, sorry, well, the bad guys got what the girls want, mainly um, not only the looks, but 
some girls they don't like how the guys take a long time like oh my god you're taking forever to get in this relationship with me come on let's just date already but as, as as nice guys we really want to get to know them and stuff but you know the bad guys fills in the girl's fantasy and be like oh yeah i'm just gonna rush in the relationship we're gonna start dating and boom just like that and usually that relationship doesn't end well because you know most of them end for like a month or two mm-hmm. and yeah we've seen that a lot in our school too Basically, it doesn't matter how nice you are and stuff. If you're good looking, you can get most of the girls at your school pretty much. Mainly because some of the girls they don't care about how the way you care about their feelings and stuff. As long as you look good, you get straight to the point. They'll date you. So I think that's the main problem and issue today. I mean, you got no problem, okay, Justin? Listen, you got the nice hair, you got the looks, okay? Why is this a problem for you? Um, <laughs> I should be worried. Have you seen how messed up my hair is right now? Um, oh my god. Have you seen how you look next to me, dude? You're like the <laughs> hunk, and I'm like the <laughs> No, that is a lie. Okay, my fashion sense is getting worse. Okay, Instagram is only documenting the good like looks of my life, but like at home, I literally have my hair tied up. That's how bad I am. But, right, but okay. no, no, no girl sees you at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah, uh, I just don't like how like. This generation, some people rely so much on looks and how they want to get straight to the point of relationship. I feel as if a relationship should take time, even if you do click with someone, take a little bit of time thinking, oh, do I really like you, or is this just like eye candy, or is it just like a hit and run and stuff like that? Right. So, I, you you were like you you look so nice, but <laughs> yeah, okay. With given society today, it very much increase my um, insecurity because I'm very insecure about everything about me. Th- this is like the realty. Um, I'm insecure I mean, about everything about me. <laughs> even with my looks, I'm still the nice guy. So, usually the nice guy, you take I mean, time, like you said, and that time, you don't know the outcome after you use the time. That time could be used yeah. and the girl can treat you as a pretty much a brother or you get brothers on her. That's the worst part. The thing is, like, you get too deep in the real, too deep in like the, you know, friend zone, as in getting to know them that they see you as a brother. But I honestly, I feel like that's just a nice way of them letting you down to date someone else, you know. Mm-hmm. But then you know, dating back with the guys with the good looks, they prefer that and stuff. I don't get that. But I don't get why girls want to, or I can't, I can't say girls. That's hard for me to say. <laughs> um, I just don't get how you know girls they're like they want to go after like the bad kids mainly because they want to get in a relationship right away they don't want that slow process relationship but i'm not saying hey uh justin you know you should switch it up you know fuck their personality just go straight into relationship no i'm just saying what you're doing right now is okay you'll find the one it's gonna take time and stuff but just let you know it's better to go through like five girls and find the right one than going through a hundred girls and like finding none so you know take your time and stuff because Please don't end up with one of those guys that just swoops in and takes the girl. I swear to God. I won't. Um, have you seen me? <laughs> I'm also antisocial, I, I, so that's another thing. <laughs> no, some guy or some girls like the introvert guys, so you're fine. Mm-hmm, sure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Okay. So, going back to C. So, okay. You, 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 uh, you've been friends with her more than I have, of course. Um, I literally met her last year. 
I mean, me and her have been friends, I think, for two years, but it feels like forever, honestly, because we hang too much. <laughs> so, what's, what's, what's she like to you? Um, oh, that's, ugh, how much time do you have? Um, me and C, we've been together for like a while. As in, like, we've always been there for each other. Like, we always had very personal, depressing talks and stuff. And so deep, as in, like, it gets too personal. As in, like, we talk about our own personal life or what's happening nowadays to us. And I don't know. Like, and besides that, like, even after we have our personal talks, for some reason, I can have the most. Deep personal talks with her, and then I can just randomly talk about the most randomest, dumbest subject with her. The thing is, with C, is she's honestly a great person, in my opinion. Honestly, in my opinion, she's the whole package, if you think about it. Like, you know, she's very fit, as in, like, she likes to exercise, she's smart, and she's pretty, honestly. And, you know, I just feel like she's an amazing person because not only the way she's like outgoing and stuff, she's a very Yeah, she's very outgoing. She's not shy sometimes. She is shy, actually. But, you know, around people she knows, she's very, she's like you. She like jumps around and stuff, acts crazy.、Mm-hmm. So she is an amazing person. But when you really get to know her and stuff, it's when I started to know deep and personal stuff about her, like, you know, when you learn something personal and dark about someone, you can't see them the same way as you did before, right? Right. You have more respect for them, you have more sympathy, you have more like, Oh, my, yeah, you're, you gain more trust from them. Well, that's much, kind of you know, kind of different about you.、Um, uh, I, <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> But again, going back to C, she's an amazing person.、Um, she's very out there. I don't know. I don't know how to describe her, honestly. She's just amazing. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I'm、um, like. <laughs> oh no. um Oh, the Ligma. So many people think I have Ligma ever since I posted that picture of me in the hospital. Right. <laughs> so, what were you、Because、in the hospital? I- oh, great stuff. <laughs> um uh Okay, so what happened was this is not ridiculous. Basically, one day I drank like. Okay, I woke up in the morning. I drank such little water, and that's it. The whole entire day, I drank like sugary drinks and stuff like that. So, my body had like. It, had, it was dehydrated pretty much. So, what happened was at like 12 o'clock in the morning, I believe, because I was staying up watching Netflix and stuff.、Um, what happened was I started having a headache. I started having a stomach ache. And then I started having the sensation I wanted to vomit. And that's a major problem for me when it comes to vomiting because whenever I feel like vomiting, I don't want to vomit. I hate the feeling of vomiting. I always hold it in. That's the major problem. You should always, if you feel like vomiting, let it out. You know, don't hold it in. It's going to get more or worse. You're going to have. A more hard time vomiting, as in it's gonna hurt a lot, or at least for me. But the thing is, I hate vomiting. I don't like the way it feels and stuff. So I always hold it in, but that was the worst thing ever. I started getting up pain and stuff. And then、um, what happened was I had to call my mom because、um, it was that bad. And the thing is, my parents, both of them, they work at night. So my dad was out in Sam's Club. My mom was at the center hospital thing, whatever. And I called her telling her about it. And then she's like, Erm, just go and vomit, you know, let it out. It's good. And I was like, No, I, no, I can handle it. But then I couldn't. Later on, what happened was I started getting more tired, as in, like, I started getting more weaker. I stand up and I immediately want to lay down and take a five minute rest. That's how weak I was. I was in a bathroom and I was literally laying down on the floor flat because as soon as I just like laid up a bit, I immediately wanted to lay back down because I was like, that, like, 
I don't know, I didn't have that much energy. I was really tired. I went to the hospital in the morning because my body couldn't handle it. And it was terrible before then. Like, I was vomiting, diarrhea, ever. It was disgusting,、oh. let me tell you. It was. I was dehydrated that badly. And they gave me a pill, stopped my vomiting. I had to lay down and stuff. It was weird because I, I wasn't naked. I had my underwear on. But yeah, I was, that was the first time I was in a hospital. As in, like, I went to the doctor before. I went to the hospital. I'd never been in a hospital bed, laid down with only my underwear on. I've been to a hospital checkup itself, I, but that's a different story. But I've never been to a hospital, as in, I lay down with only my underwear and stuff. So that was like new for me.、Oh. But what ha- I was dehydrated, so my body had a hard time like, breaking down my foods and stuff. So, they have to put this IV thing. So, you put a needle inside of you and they pump up water inside of your body to、mm-hmm. keep you hydrated again. So, that happened.、Um, so, that was like an hour, I believe, of just water pumping.、Uh, I posted a picture about it because I was like, you know, I want to be like,、um, what, I don't want to say his name. I want to be like N, you know, who posted a picture of him in a wheelchair、mm-hmm. and his story. So, I was like, I want to be like him. So, I posted a picture of me doing the same thing a couple months later. And people started freaking out about it. And I was like, oh, like it's very nice for them to like, you know, be worried for me. I think you replied to my story about that too, right? But you made a joke out of it or something,、yeah. as usual. You're like, you're dying already or something. I was like, yeah. I was like, are you、um, so good, dude? <laughs> well, but, and then Anthony screenshotted that, posted on his story saying, oh, I hope you recover from this disease of Ligma. And then literally,、uh, what is that? Two. Three or more of my friends started DMing me saying, e r n oh my God, you have ligma disease? They took it literally. Like they actually thought it was an actual disease.、Oh. And then I, y- you saw my story. I had to clarify、mm-hmm. that. I was like, guys, ligma, I don't have that. It's a made up disease. And then it was, it was like terrible. But yeah, I went to the hospital, dehydration, didn't drink enough water. So my body was weak and stuff. You know, terrible experience, vomiting and everything. Ugh, I hate it. All right.、Ugh. So sticking with the topic, Of hospitals. I've been to hospitals like from what、yeah. I remember four times. Kind of. I,、right? I so, remember you went during sixth grade year when we became friends, right? Oh,、uh, I went.、Uh, yeah, sixth grade, yes. At the end yeah, of yeah. the year. So I was telling you all, all my hospital stories. Okay. <laughs> so, Sit back for a bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> my first one、um, I fractured my, my elbow. I think、oh、it's my left elbow.、Uh, yeah.、Um, I was, What happened? I was, so I was like five, maybe. I can't remember because I've been uh, uh, abducted <laughs> by aliens and they took my memories away. <laughs> oh, shucks, you too. I've been probed last night. Oh, oh. So,、um, We don't talk about that. Okay, continue.、Uh, I was like jumping around the bed playing with my uncle. Then I fell over the bed and hit my elbow on the floor. And I kind of、oh、fractured it.、Um, it wasn't that bad. I just got a cast and everything. Because I was a little kid, it grew,、uh, it healed really fast. And I can't、mm-hmm. tell much of the story because I don't remember it, as I just said. So, <laughs> okay. My second incident was、um, around age like nine, seven, eight.、Uh, my mom was cleaning the house. Uh, she lifted the, the bed frame to like, wipe under, and I was right below the bed frame. And she, 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 um, she, 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 uh, she, her hand slipped, and the bed frame went、oh, straight for my head. 
head, oh my god and cracked my head open so i had to go to the hospital for that um so pretty much oh my god yeah i kind of stayed over i didn't stay overnight i but i was there at the hospital for like four hours um i had to get my head stapled on stapled back together mm -hmm. it hurt so oh my bad. god justin <laughs> now i have like a scar on my head and a bald spot but Oh my god. At least that must be terrifying, but, especially for a young age too. I don't know, so more of the story, when it got I was playing a like a zombie game on my mom's phone. So I didn't pay attention and uh, when it hit my head, I thought it was so a normal kid, when you get when you get hit in the head, you it it did first impact it felt like a normal like a bump in the head, so it didn't hurt that much, so I just hold my head, like, waiting for the pain to go, go away. Then, when my mom said, um, let me look at it, and she started, like, gasping, I was like, what? Then I let my hand down, I look at my hand, it was full of blood, and I was like, oh! Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh, okay, literally, by the sounds of it, your life is, like, what is that? Like a full version of Final Destination. You're you're somehow like still alive. Oh my god, that's like terrifying too. It wasn't that big of uh, a cut. Or... It was a like yeah, tiny. but like past injuries. Holy shit! So that's like the most gruesome part. And like the two others, I um I fractured my right wrist in sixth grade from ice skating. Actually, that's the fourth oh. one. Um, oh wait! So my was my third yeah my third one was uh was in elementary. I was playing around and I um I climbed a tree. All the kids were like swinging from the vine of the tree. I missed the vine and I fell and my hand hit the trunk and it dislocated oh my, my my wrist. My left. You sound wrist. so casual about it. It's so that's so. Okay, I had sorry. To sorry bent together or like. Uh, stressed back together, and that hurt a lot. Oh my god. Um, and then the third, the fourth one is I got uh, fractured from falling at ice skating. The most dumbest thing ever. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I've done a lot of, like, stupid things as a child as in getting hurt-wise. Mm -hmm. But I never has it like have it where I'm constantly going to the hospital. Or it's not like a very like frequent thing for you, but like still like you know going to the hospital more than one time. Now that so, I look like, at it, I was kind of a daredevil back then. <laughs> oh my god! Or Mike Wazowski or something <laughs> back then. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so I don't know how to process that. That's a lot. That ouch. So like on the most majority of like the right side or like i don't know the full right side or left side of your body is like completely injured or something oh my god well my um left hand is kind of injured it was oh, broken twice oh. I swear to god. and here you were doing crafts back then i swear to god trying to get it's another not... injury what whatever <laughs> i'm not going <laughs> what um, Use the mini saw blades he gives us. You're gonna somehow like chop off your limbs with that. I don't know. Oh, uh, that but, must be stupid to do that. <laughs> oh shut! But oh yeah, speaking of Mr. Chang or uh, the teacher's class, it was funny. Um, 
when the fake missile alert hit here, or like when it was telling us, the teacher, you know, the craft teacher was telling us about it, and then I was freaking out a bit, and I think you were making fun of me about it. I was like, wow, fuck you. Yeah, I was like... You always make a joke out of everything, even if it's serious. That's amazing. I mean, so... The thing about my my mentality... <laughs> this is a subject we need to like clear up right now so, um, i know don't worry. i i get your sense of humor you told a me lot of the know. times um when something comes up so, um when something serious comes up um and everyone's like freaking about uh, uh sorry i can't speak when it's people okay. are uh freaking about out about it um i try to be like the light and try to lighten up the mood so yeah, yeah, I don't have to stress there, about nothing, it too much. There's nothing wrong about that. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Because like back then, I was like, I think I was like mad at you or like pissed up at you about it. But like now looking back to it, I was like, you were just trying to lighten up the mood. Because in all honesty, if that thing was real, the fake missile, or if that was real, the only thing you could do now is just make a joke out of it or laugh about it, right? Now, because, um, we wouldn't be dead by now. I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. If it was real, I mean, we like, okay. right now. Just, just like the hurricane and stuff, like, we, not, people freaked out about it, but, like, most of the time, people just make jokes about it. What? A sophomore upperclassman in my class made a joke about it to the teacher. Um, she was like, oh, yeah, hold on to your nuts. It's going to be the blow of the century. People were laughing. And she was like, in a case like this where everyone's panicking, there's nothing wrong about making a joke. So, like, looking back at you saying those things are, like, bad timings, honestly, there's nothing, it was like, it was harmless jokes, but taken too seriously for other people. All right. You were trying to lighten up the mood. There's nothing wrong about that. I'm not saying that you should stop doing that. I mean, there will be times where someone might need a light-hearted joke to, like, settle the mood a bit. But, I mean, it's fine now. I mean, I, I wouldn't get mad if you were to tell that joke or something. Mm-hmm. Because then again, if something bad were to happen, like the hurricane was real and was going to, like, I don't know, obliterate us or something, the only thing we can do now is not, like, we can't, like, I don't know, Someone do what someone's Twitter post said. Just point your fan at the hurricane and watch it blow away. No, you could at least just make a joke about it before that de- before death. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about death? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's I mean... so bad. No, um, basically, um, I had a thought about it. As in, like, sorry, I have like ADHD, so we're gonna be jumping everywhere. Right. So it's okay. Usually at people's funerals, it's sad and i'm like i get it you know you're trying to have like a moment for that i mean but I, um it, i get at that. a person's funeral that. that is just too far i know that honestly okay. <laughs> like, in my will i'm gonna say personally to my will i'm gonna say i don't want my funeral to be that sad i want you guys to make a joke about me say something i did stupid in the past and make everyone laugh at me because i don't want you guys leaving my funeral all sad and depressed i want you guys to be like a bit sad but like in like a lighter mood you know mm-hmm like, say something stupid I've done in the past. I've done a lot, so it shouldn't be hard for you to list. Um, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> going on this podcast. I swear to God. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Okay, just a little thing I wanted to add. Okay, continue. Um, so, the, the funeral thing. Um, oh, no. At that point, <laughs> it's uh, kind of too far to make a joke. Cause if, so, for example, okay. if someone named Keisha died, and some guy went, oh my god, Keisha Day. <laughs> and <laughs> that would kind of be, uh, like, disrespecting, kind of. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. So, it is kind of sad to look. Oh, yeah, if you say it like that, it's like, oh, Keisha Day and stuff. 
I mean, yes, that is rude to say it to their funeral and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if I'm writing it in my will, I'm technically giving you consent. Right. Right? <laughs> if I'm, like, writing in my will specifically, do this at my funeral, I'm giving you guys permission to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know most of my friends. They're going to do it even if I didn't have that will. <laughs> um, right. But, yeah. Then again, if you have permission from the person itself, not, like, the person's, like, personal friends or, like, relatives and stuff no you need to make sure for the person itself before they pass away as in like is it okay for this and that but you know i mean that in a joke way uh i don't want anyone to get mad at me being like oh this person wants people to laugh at funerals please don't <laughs> um yeah funerals should be taken seriously and stuff right um so going back to um advice we kind of oh no <laughs> ah this is bad okay go so um, you said you talked about um, see with um, kind of the like dark stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Recently, you also been talking about me about dark stuff. I'm more like I kind of forced you to listen to what I'm like my dark thoughts. So. Oh okay. Oh wait, you like how do I say this? You don't tell anyone about it, so you like bottle yourself up. Kind of. So, Justin, that's kind okay. of like the, the thing. Is that um, like, that's an issue? One of my friends told me about I I bottled up um what too much, right? Um, Justin, pretty much okay. you were the first one I ever talked openly about what I was feeling. Oh, I'm honored. And um, but... kind of Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So great. So I was like second in line. Whatever. I'm kidding. Um, so what I have for you know you bottling up your emotions. Um, okay. Uh, the teacher that you know passed away in KMS. Uh, we'll label this teacher I. KMS okay. killed myself. Oh my god. <laughs> the school that or the teacher that passed away in you know our middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna label this teacher I. Okay. All right. So basically. All my life, you know, I've lived, I, I'm not going to say I lived the harsh stuff because, you know, I was able to put up with it, but I'll just say I didn't have the easy kind of going childhood, like some or like the small population may have. But basically, um, I grew up with a homophobic dad and that was like a major problem for me. Um, I didn't know I was, you know, officially gay until like sixth, seventh grade. Ever since then, I thought I was bi because Growing up, I thought that, like, oh, you can, like, a boy, a girl, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. As long as you like someone that's not, like, related to you. That's all I thought. Until they taught me, no, you're straight. I was like, okay, cool. But growing up, I've acted very girly, you could say. Mm-hmm. So I've acted very girly in my childhood and stuff. So what that did was it made my homophobic dad kind of mad about it. Because, you know, he grew up with, you know, oh, a man and woman should always be together, yada, yada, stuff like that. So... And, you know, my other uncles from his side, so my dad's, like, brothers and stuff, they always tease him about it. They're like, oh, look at your son. He's going to act girly and stuff. Wait, hold up. I have to give my baby brother milk. Give me a sec. Mm-hmm. This is great content, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back. So, basically, um, oh, a little info about the Philippines. Um, the thing is, the Philippines, they don't know too much about 
uh, LGBT people. They think if you're a guy that likes other guys, you're immediately a transgender person. Meaning, if you, if for me, if I was in the Philippines, people would already assume that I want, I already want to dress up in a wig. I want makeup. I want to do all that girly stuff. The thing is, as a gay person, I don't want to do that. I just want to like a guy and just do it like that. I don't want to have to wear makeup. I don't want to wear wigs. I just want to be me while liking the same gender. So my dad, growing up, he had that thought. So he thought, oh yeah, um, what was that? My son's gonna grow up, put a wig and stuff, and be a disappointment to this family name. So you know, he would do stuff to me, and then like you know, rough childhood. That started happening, I believe, third and second grade. So then. What happened was I never told anyone about it. All I ever had as a leaning shoulder was my older brother. He's always been there, even though we fought a lot. Mm-hmm. He was always there for me. And I never told anyone about it until um, I started venting to my friends. But the thing is, that was middle school time. And I didn't even tell them the whole life story about myself until I met uh, teacher I. Um, I would always go to her classroom in seventh grade during lunch. I always go to her classroom, even if it's on the third floor. I still went there. I still talked to her. I laid down on her floor and I just vented to her. The thing is, and, and then I continued doing that ever since eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. And what happened was it, I felt a bit more better. You know, I told her everything. She gave me advice. The thing, what's so special about teacher I is that even though I told her all this stuff, a normal teacher would have sent me straight to the office and called my parents. She never did that. She just talked to me one-on-one and, you know, told me all that. Teacher, I, I always felt better, like, you know, letting it out. And I remember this specific thing um, that I'll never forget that she told me. I told her that I bottled up my emotions because eighth grade year, that's when I fully went out, like telling her everything all the way back to my personal life, like when I was little. And mm-hmm. she told me, if I were to bottle up my emotions, care for other people before I care for myself, because my mindset back then was, I'm going to make sure my friends and family are happy before I can make myself happy, which is a major problem right now. I'm, I'm so struggling doing that. But anyway, uh, she told me, if you, keep putting yourself in, if you keep putting people in front of you and trying to make them happy, and you, um, what was that? You don't love yourself as much. You keep bottling up this emotion. She, she told me specifically, you're going to end up like me. You're going to end up in a sad relationship because teacher I, she was divorced and she was stuck with her two kids because the husband didn't want to take it. So she was stuck with two kids and, you're, and she already had health problems. Um, she had very weak bones, so she couldn't tie up her hair. So she always had to cut her hair very short because she couldn't tie it up herself because her bones were that weak. She told me, you'll be, what was that, mentally unstable and stuff. You'll have health conditions. You'll ha- be in a sad relationship. You- you'll end up like me, Erwin, she told me. And then she was like, if you don't start loving yourself, you don't start letting out your emotions, you're going to end up in the same situation I am. So that's when, ever since that happening, ever since that happened, I started letting out my emotions more, which is kind of controversial right now because some people are calling me a bitch but then i have my own personal story about it i'm like i'm not going to try and hide my personal feelings about certain things anymore but when i feel like i can't handle it and i have to let it out i'll let it out a bit but if i know it's going to hurt someone i won't do it so then i'm more happier than the way i was before because i'm letting out my thoughts now as in like i'm not holding in too much thoughts and stuff i am holding like a lot but like it's not as much as before so what she taught me was um, it's good to let your emotions out because you, you don't want your filter to be all the way filled up because trust me, honey, that is not good because one, you're going to start letting that emotions out on other people that don't have part of it. You dealt with that, right? Like you deal with right. so much things, your so much inner thoughts that you let it out on someone else who has no part in it at all. Mm-hmm. 
I feel bad because I did that to my brothers, my little brother and my baby brother. I let it out on them, which is the wrong thing to do because, you know, my older brother is not here anymore. I have to be a good role model. So I have to have more self-control. I got to have, I got to be able to, you know, let all my thoughts out, all my emotions out. So even if like, I don't know, you can't control your emotions, at least try and let some of it out. Have, find something that helps you control it, like let it out, relaxes you. If you need someone to talk to, there's always someone to talk to. Even if you don't need it, even if you want to talk to someone else that's not me, I'm fine with that. As long as you get your emotions out, as long as you get your inner thoughts out, that's fine. So I'm just saying, sometimes it's good to have inner thought because, you know, that way you won't hurt anyone and stuff. But it shouldn't be to a point where you have to hold in every thought you have. You should let out some of your thought itself. I'm just saying. So, sorry, that's a lot. <laughs> There's a downside to that too. Okay. Um, letting, so you said like um, you can pretty much let it out to like someone who's not involved, and uh, I'm kind of a victim. You're kind of a victim of that to my problems, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. which I'm sorry about. Because okay. throughout the three years I've known you. Um, You've been like that. <laughs> you've been like that. That happy, mom, positive person. That mom figure or that father figure. Oh, like, thank you. Like right I now, I, I call you father pretty much <laughs> as a joke. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I know, I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke, but yeah, uh, but there's some truth to me, mom and dad. Um, that's why. Uh, that's why. Um, I, I speak my mind to you, but at the same time. There's some thoughts that I haven't spoke to you because I regret every time I speak to you because I I didn't put your feelings into consideration when I started letting everything out. And mm-hmm. now every time I'm like like on your DM and like about the text, I was like I'm always like, does Erin actually wanna 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 hear about this? And okay. yeah. uh, I mean, the thing is, okay, Justin, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. I do care for your feeling, honestly. I do want to be there for you and stuff. Even, th- okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Two reasons why I went to McKinley. One, I was technically forced to because my older brother went there. So I, and it's also my district, so I'm forced to. The other reason is, I, everyone I knew from my old middle school, I wanted to leave them. Every person I hanged out with that's in Roosevelt, Literally three fourths of them are fake. Or yeah. They only care for me. They only started talking to me because when they found out I was gay. And I was thinking, what if, what if I wasn't gay? Most of them said, Oh, I would have dated you or I would have like had a crush on you. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. But the thing is, they never talked to me. In the morning I never hang out by tables and stuff because I was like, whenever I go there, it's so awkward. I'm never talking to anyone because they're too busy in their own world. So I leave. That's why whenever you see me walking, I'm either I'm just wandering around because I have nowhere better else to do. So that's why everyone from my old middle school, I dropped them. The only person I'm keeping in contact is with like what? Two people that go to Roosevelt. That's it. Two people from Roosevelt I'm keeping contact with plus you. Because only you three people I care about your emotions out of everyone in that whole Roosevelt school. I'm just being honest. Wow. Um, yeah. The thing is when I went Shade. to <laughs> now that I'm in my new, you know, school, my new life, I wanted to drop everyone that's why in eighth grade i started you know cutting the strands you know started drifting away from people so that when i go on to my new high school they wouldn't talk to me they wouldn't bother me as much but 
I don't know. When I was trying to drift away from you, it was hard because, like, you know, you're a really good friend, honestly. Like, before, before I started, you know, looking all nice and stuff, started having a glow up or whatever people were saying, I started having a better fashion sense, better hairstyle, whatever. As soon as that started happening, start, more people started to hang with me. The thing about you is you stick with me even when I was short, chubby, and fat. <laughs> well, you, see, you see my sixth grade self. Right, you know what that's yeah, like. Yeah. I have pictures. It's terrifying. But anyway, you were there for me. And in sixth grade, I had a high voice. I was annoying and I was hella gay. Right now, I toned it down. I'm pretty like normal, I think. But so back then, you stick with me through my most annoying times and stuff like that. I wonder... You always tell me, Ern, how did you put up with me? I'm asking you, how did you put up with me? Because I was an annoying shit. I'm going back the old videos of me, and I wonder how people like you were like, I don't know, I'm grateful for people like you who like stick around me. So for me to listen to what's going on in your life and you know, you venting, that's just like, in my opinion, my way of thanking you for being my friend and sticking there for me through this whole journey. Because even, again, before I had my glow up and stuff, you were always there for me. You always talked to me. You didn't care what I looked like. You just hang with me because, you know, if you were cool or something, I don't know. I don't know why you hang with me. You could have hang with someone else. You could have hang with my crush you always tease me about in media class, but like her. Mm. But, <laughs> but still, people like uh, you specifically, I care about your feelings. I could be stressed out about school, personal life, and everything. I will sit down and text you one-on-one about what happened about your day, and I'll try and help you as much as I can. It might not be the greatest advice because I'm probably stressed about something, but I'll at least be there to hear you, you know, you going through your emotion because, you know, I very much, I'm grateful for you. And you venting to me is like my personal way of thanking you, I guess. I don't know. Oh my God, this went too deep. <laughs> but yeah, um, you should never be afraid to like text me and stuff. If I'm ever annoyed at you, I'll let you know one-on-one. You don't have to go at me being like, Ern, are you annoyed at me? No, I'll, I know you. I know that you won't have the guts because you're a pussy <laughs> to tell me one-on-one. So I will tell you about it if I'm not in the mood. But most of the time, I will like put away what's going on in my day just to talk to you one-on-one. Because again, you're not at the point like me where you can, not, I'm not saying handle your emotions good, but still, I, basically, I want to still be there for you when you're trying to find your way, pretty much. So Whatever happens, I'll let you know if I'm not in the mood. Never hesitate to text me because I have nothing better else to do. And if I take forever to reply, I'm probably, I don't know, feeding a big crying baby a bottle or something. <laughs> but right. yeah. So oh, that was a lot. That's, that's one of my problems. Um, okay. I, I, I catch people on a wrong time. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time. To me, it's confusing <laughs> all the time. Because then, yeah. one time, I was texting you, I was like, what's up, you like, uh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I say fuck off, it can either mean actually fuck off, or um, I'm not in the mood fuck off. Yeah, I'm very sarcastic in text, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, continue? As, as, before that, I've experienced more... Um, like other incidents they kind of like see where I just I, ter- I I talked about this earlier where like she doesn't reply as much and um mm-hmm. I was going through a lot of other stuff and so my mind was like she doesn't like me um um mm-hmm. I'm probably bothering her I'm a 
I, 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 um, I, uh, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, you got this. <laughs> um, I am a pointless person bothering her. Well, you shouldn't say that. About bothering her, her, her really good, successful See, life. This so, is why I said you're too good for her. So, so this you care is, too much. Oh. So this is, um, this goes back to you, why I say how you st- stuck with me because in my mind i'm just like i'm a i'm a paperweight on on your success well okay i'm gonna stop you right there before you say success our success Mm -hmm. you are the paperweight because if it wasn't for you um all the paper papers would be flying and i'd probably be losing my shit (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh i don't know maybe mm, you help me keep a i don't know mental mind i don't know but um i don't think you're just weighing me down honestly i have i have people who are weighing me down like this one person from roosevelt i won't say names um you know i'm not in the mood to talk to this person so i gave this person three letter replies so yes no and i don't know (laughs) 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 um Whoops, am I supposed to feel bad? <laughs> wait, 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 let me look at my text over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but the thing is, I don't see you as paperweight in my success. Because the thing is, I'm only friends with people I know that... I'm, I'm friends with people who I know that like won't hurt me in any way. As in, like, yes, I am friends with people who do bad stuff. Like, you know, smoke weed, uh, vape at a very young age. But I know them to a point where they would never peer pressure me so that's why i'm friends with them because you know they would never do anything to i don't know not do well in life Be- but the thing is i don't get what you say i'm your paperweight to your success but i don't see what, where the success is coming from i don't, I I don't mean, see what have to, i achieved that's very good so throughout middle school you were like in like um kse I, I forgot is that it student oh. council thing that was yeah. Yeah, so uh, and don't get me started with student so council. A lot of my friends were like in like student council or like a like good grades, and I'm just there failing, and I feel like I'm dragging them down by being their friend. Um, if that makes okay. any sense. The thing is, um, I separate that. As in, like, I keep my friends on one side, and I keep my grades and focusing on one side. Basically, I have time for you, and I have time for work. But, okay, I'll be honest with you. Uh, you did not weigh me down. Um, I weighed myself down. <laughs> what happened was... Um, yeah, your council self was kind of a little chubby. Oh, just kidding. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but anyway, um, if we're talking about grades-wise, um, you didn't weigh me down. Anymore. What happened was, um, sixth grade, I was failing social studies and math. And I was on probation. But whoa, then the new student whoa, council teacher... Yeah, <laughs> I was on probation. I was doing really bad. You had nothing to do with personally. Um, it was just my own problem of doing the work, focusing. That was my own personal issue. So you had nothing to do with that. Um, but I did really bad. I was in probation. Seventh grade, I was failing one class again. Eighth grade, I'm really picking up. I, eighth grade, I started picking up my stuff. But what happened was, um, yes, you do have to get a good grade in the state student council. But the thing was, um, I feel like they pitied me because I was like short, fat, and like I had that innocent face. Mm-hmm. So then they pitied me, so they put me on probation. But... Um, in order to be a student council, you do have to get good grades. I was failing that part. I was doing really bad. I was getting below the 3.0 average in order to stay. I was probably getting 2.0 or below because my grades were that bad. But 
just letting you know, you never did anything to lower my grade rate or whatever. Uh, that was my own personal issue I had to deal with. So, um, that's kind of, so, I keep saying that's kind of a thing um, with the podcast. I'm annoying now that I think of it. Um, so, that's how I think about me and um, C. She's like in the good school, and I feel like, um, like being friends with her or her liking me is kind of like, what? Why would you like? Oh, I see. Like um, I see. I see. So you're, what you're wondering is why someone like C likes someone like you, right? Mm-hmm. Do I really have to go over this? I I talked to C personally. I told her about all the good things about you. I. T- because people, I mean, there's you said the good things, but there's still the, so many bad things. There is bad things about you, but the thing is, in a relationship wise, I I wouldn't find it annoying at all, honestly. Okay, so I told her good things. You're a nice person and stuff, but um, I I think I told uh, the only bad thing I told her about you is about like how you're. I don't know. Wait, I don't think I told. Yeah, I didn't tell her anything bad about you. I just told her the good things, but. Um, I w- wonder about that too. Why, um, when people have crush on me, I always wonder. You know, at a rare occasions when someone likes me, um, I always wonder why they have a crush on me. But again, I don't think. I think what you're basing it on compared to her is the way you look and your personal thoughts compared to how she sees you. So she sees you as a nice guy. Um, you're very out there. You're kind of mean, but you know you're still very kind-hearted and stuff. So that's how she sees you. What the uh, difference the between part, you, huh? Uh, the mean part, I I, I kind of speak to, spoke about this on my story. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> it's, the thing, it's the thing I, that keeps coming back. Every I look every end of the year, I look back at my actions, and I'm like, why am I why am I like this? And I'm like, I should stop. But then I go back to the my normal agenda of being me. Like what? Because you're so used to the way you are right now, you pretty much made a daily life of who you are. So, changing the way you are, as in like changing your daily life, is gonna be really hard. Like, be honest. When you first started in sixth grade, you were probably struggling. So then, with your lazy daily life, you had to change that, and that was difficult. Same thing with your personal life. The way you are, as in sense of humor or other stuff like that, you wonder, as in, why am I like this? Should I change? You try and change it. If you were to change it, it'd feel weird and stuff. The thing is with you, um, I don't think there's anything you should change. I mean, your personality is fine and stuff. You're a cool guy. I just feel as if you, ha- you do have a weird sense of humor. But I mean, like, it's not like you take it too personally or like you mean it too seriously, right? Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Swear to God. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> there's nothing wrong with like you personally, as in like you shouldn't think, oh, why am I like this stuff? Because by the looks of it, I mean, we're so young. You're so developing who you are and stuff, as in what you want in your life. It seems as if I'm not saying that you like you have it set already to a point where you're like, oh, this is who I am from now on. No, you're still. Ex- I feel as if like you're still wondering, you know, still testing the waters, still experimenting. So I don't think you should take it too personally, as in why am I like this? I feel as if I don't know. Worry about other things. I mean, yeah. So why I'm so stressed out about that mean part. It's because in elementary, okay. that was all I was. Like, I was like that bad boy 
guys. Oh, he was a bad boy. <laughs> um, I was oh, like, okay. I was doing a pretty bad on grades. I uh, hanged out with those people who were like out yeah, with there, the wrong crowd, and they're kind of I, now they're like smoking weed and stuff. Um, I don't even know if they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in sixth in grade, <laughs> in okay. sixth grade, um, uh, there was. I was like going in. I met people like you, where there's so much different from, from from the people I hanged out with, and mm-hmm. hanging out with you kind of changed me, or not only Aww. you but other people. <laughs> Is this podcast just mainly about uh, you complimenting me? Oh, um, you. <laughs> continue. <laughs> it kind of changed me. Um, I was more elementary me was more of extroverted, and I don't know how I was able to. Uh, how I was able to um, evolve into an introvert. Okay. Um, but I guess it was because the people I hanged out with. And yeah. the elementary elementary me past me is the me I don't like. I would shoot me in the head back then if I had <laughs> oh the God. chance to. Okay. Um, um, yeah. And the now maybe- that every time like I, I sense... Like I'm being mean to someone, I'm like you oh, feel bad. It's me again. It's 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 yeah. Like, it's the old me. Fuck. It's fifth grade me. Whoa, Damn what it. are you still doing, it, man? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Where to start? Okay, first of all, you could do whatever you want. You can never piss me off. You could make me like get. I could be annoyed by you, but you can never piss me off. So if you bring back that old you, just know that this new me is a petty bitch. So I will not hesitate to snatch you. But anyway, um, what I'm saying is, you know, the people you hang out with have the massive effect of who you are, or the impact of who you are, right? Obviously, um, depending on who you hang with, will change the way you are personally. Um, since you hang out with the bad kids. You're like, oh, I'm outgoing and stuff. Now that you're in middle school, yeah, when you went to middle school and you're hanging out with people like me who are nice, more caring, and stuff like that, the way it's your way or your mind of processing, oh my God, what is this new environment and stuff? I'm not used to this. So, in order for you to, because, you know, since you're so used to being a bad kid with other kids, because, you know, they had an impact on you, now that you're hanging out with people like me, your, your mind is trying to like process, okay, you're going to be like them now. So since your mind has been through all the tears, like, oh, being a bad kid, it's going to take a while for it to like, you know, process as you being more nicer, you know, you being a more good kid and stuff. So as your mind develops with this stuff, it's not going to happen right away, obviously. So since you're going to need time, you're confused, you don't know what to do. So that's when you become an introvert. That's when you become more self-conceited. That's when you become in your own bubble, trying to process what's happening, trying to, you know, tell yourself, okay, what's happening? This is happening. Okay, cool. And that's how you're changing yourself. So I'm telling you, if you still hang out with those friends in elementary, I wouldn't be here with you right now. So that's, okay, that's pretty clear. So, but right, thing is, um, so elementary roots, that's, that's the reason I didn't want to go McKinney. It was maybe because... I knew my elementary friends were going to be there. It took, um, okay, that makes sense now. See, if you were to tell me that, I'd be fine with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's fine. If you were to tell me, oh, Erwin, because of this, but I know that it's, 
you weren't able to tell me probably because it was kind of like a personal thing. So that's fine. I, I'm not mad at you, even at the fact that you didn't go to McKinley. Because I'll be honest with you. All, all I'm doing in McKinley is either hanging out with my one friend from middle school. I, I have a lot of friends now. Or not a lot, but I have like a decent amount. But the thing mm-hmm. is, I don't hang out with them a lot. What I do is at school, I go straight to class. I sit down and I start working. I, and the thing is, I do my homework all the time to a point where I'm just sitting there just reading a book or something. So e- even if you did go to McKinley, I feel like we would even hang out or talk as much. So I'm, and also because I'm happy that you went to Roosevelt because I don't know, because I feel as if you fit in more there. And, you know, with what we're talking about now about your elementary pass, it's good that you cho- chose Roosevelt. I'm not mad at you about that. So, you know, it's your choice and stuff. You shouldn't make me affect your decisions in life. You know, go what you think is right at the moment, I guess. Um, so, uh, the, 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 um, you, you talked about, okay, you just talked about it. Why? I, I was thinking about it. Now it's gone. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, trying to stall. Okay. Um, I'll give you like a long time to stall. Okay, guys. Let's talk about my love life. Okay. So I think we have another hour to spare. Okay. So um. Okay. I forgot it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. About my love life. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Or like uh, recap. Okay. So we're talking about middle school or not middle school, high school. You know, um, how I go to class every day, you know, how we probably wouldn't mm-hmm, hang. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that much friends over there. Oh, what else? Uh, I'm not mad that you made the decision of going to Roosevelt because I think you'd be better there than McKinley. I don't know. It was something to connect with the beginning. Oh, but what I was saying? Um, what did I talk about in the beginning? <laughs> Um, something we talked about that you said something like a word that matches the other word. Oh my god! Do you want to talk about a different subject while your brain tries to process or like re? Yeah, remember try to recap just... it again. Recap. I don't know. Really. <laughs> recap <laughs> don't know what you said. Recap. Recap um, what you said. You know, introvert, extrovert. I was saying those words. <laughs> um. No. Nope. Um. Uh, your past. Uh elementary kids. I don't know. I can't remember too. I lost that train of thought. Um, oh my okay, god! What? So how can that, something just leave my head? Now that Justin's trying to, you know, get his train of thought together again, let's talk about my love life because we have that much time to spare. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really not remember? Oh my god. No. I was thinking See, about this is the it, problem. Right? I'm talking too much right now. This is your show. <laughs> well, that's the um, thing because if you if you actually listen to my podcast, um, I let the guests talk because it's me getting advice. You're oh, I'm true. not the one giving advice. You are. So, oh, that should be the twist in one episode. Watch me give advice to Irwin. Irwin, your love life sucks. Uh, go back to being straight. <laughs> well, I don't know what you say. It's been about an hour. We. We can end this now. Um, wow. Unless, unless you want to or you want to keep going. We could, but I don't know what we talk about. I mean, I'm enjoying this, but if you want to end it because you have nothing else to talk about, that's okay. Right, and it's really late. And uh, This is late too? Oh, I mean, sorry, I forgot. You're a basic heterosexual. Yeah, this is totally late. Uh-huh. 
Where's the yeah, pizza no. rolls and pussy? Um, and my brain doesn't process because <laughs> I never speak at this time. Yeah, I told you. I, I, I could do the podcast with you, but you do know we're going to have to do it late. All right. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> for keeping you up late. So, so uh, a lot of the podcasts I filmed earlier or before, it's always like midday. So I have a train of thought, but because no. I don't think this if, month, <laughs> this time. <laughs> okay. You might want to like unreasonable. write on like a sticky note or something. <laughs> Next time I'm doing a podcast with Erin, make sure you have like a list of things you want to talk about. Okay. Never talk to me as in like, I'm just going to go like straight on, see what happens. No, have a list. I'm going to make you lose your mind in like the first hour. <laughs> Oh, I have a question. When are you going to get this done? I want to see the part or like the finished one. So maybe it will somewhere, sometime tomorrow. <gasps> okay. I want to, what is that? I want to, sh- um, the thing is, I want to give a shout out to this podcast. I want to like, you know, post it on my story about it. Can I? Yeah. Um, are you sure? Yeah. I want fame, bro. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, remember, we're using, <laughs> we're using code names. <laughs> Right, like yeah, um, that's uh, fine it's not like they're gonna actually pay attention she looks at my story but it's not like she's gonna have the time of her day to do stuff like that right she's a kudo host yeah she's too cool she's a now she knows if she if you're hearing this now we know now you know we're talking about you <laughs> i'm not gonna say any names or any but guys look in the description i put her ig <laughs> Right, but yeah, um, we, yeah. <laughs> because what I want to do is I want to give a shout out to this podcast. That's why. But the thing is, um, when I'm giving a shout out, I want to put a clip of us talking about a random subject. Mm-hmm. But Cause, okay, because if, if you're because uh, a lot of the podcasts are like before, um, before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. It's, it's always. This is the problem about anti-social, being anti-social. You always have something to say, but then it's just gone. Yeah, because you're too much in the thought, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay, I'm going to be honest right now. Like, with your podcast and stuff, when you first told me about it, I was like, this is so random. Like, you're just like, Erin, we should create, or you're like, hey, I should create a podcast about, you know, people giving me advice like you. And then I was like, I never said anything related to podcasts. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, you clearly had a thought about this before. But just by the looks of it, I didn't listen too much about the podcast, but just like listening to like 20 minutes for like two episodes. I'm just going to say that like, I'm, I'm pretty proud of what you have here. Like, this is something like well thought of, like what you did, you, just, you didn't, you clearly had a good like thought about this. So I, I'm really proud of what you have here. Like, this is really good. You have this, like, it's not like the best thing, but it's not like too bad. Like the way you have everything set up and everything with the music and stuff. I really like it. Mm-hmm. It's not like those ghetto ones and stuff, but no. Um, I like what you have here. And that's why I was like, I'm very interested to see like how you, you know, proceed and then, to, you know, go on with this, see what happens. Because I feel like you really have something over here. Because there might be other people like you who are clueless about the world who could use advice from other teenagers, because why not? <laughs> but yeah, you have something really good here. So like, I want to see you like succeed in this because this should just be a hobby honestly like when you have nothing better to do or like you know you have a lot of free time you should do this because i don't know this is something again this is cool i'm really proud of you about this you did good justin so um when planning all of this um 
the main problem why I didn't want to record this late was because <laughs> I have a schedule. So I have oh, no. Saturday, Sundays. So as you, mm-hmm. if you look at the titles, there's off-topic episodes where it, like we don't even talk about advice. We talk about random stuff. Um, oh, yeah. That goes on Sundays. And um, the... The 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 uh, main point, <laughs> the main the main point episodes go on Saturday. Okay. And because it's um because you you want to record late and every every podcast is about forty minutes to an hour, and that's pretty much going through Sunday and that kind of messes up my schedule a bit. And that's kind of the thing. That's kind of the problem I have right now because. Damn um, it, Aaron! You ruined my perfectly scheduled like <laughs> formatting. What the fuck? <laughs> la- la- <laughs> la- last um, last episode um, me and Adam, we recorded like a normal episode, but I kind of procrastinated, so it went over to Sunday, and now I'm just on- shame on you. Your seventy-five viewers would be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, okay. I mean, it's fine if you mess up a bit. Because remember, you're starting out. So it's not like anyone has too high expectations. But it does show that you are trying to keep it professional and stuff. So that shows that shows a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, when this episode, if it comes out tomorrow, I'm going to be very impressed. But if it doesn't, that's it's, okay. It comes out today, pretty much, because it's Sunday. Right oh, now. <laughs> okay, fuck off, okay? If you... <laughs> don't, don't be technical with me. Okay, but anyway, um, if it comes out today, I'll, I want to listen to it. But I'm going to clip a part. And then I'm just going to post it on my story. I'm going to send you the part first. Make sure you get approval if you want me to post I it or not. I don't care. <laughs> hey, listen, bitch. Um, but, yeah. If it's on the, po- the finished podcast, of course I want it out in the public. <laughs> you, ac- you accidentally put in the podcast, like, the actual names of her code names. You're like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, the beginning part where I, like, I, like say, what code name? Erwin, I'm going to cut this part out, but here are the code names. I'm like, great, cool, cool, cool. You accidentally leave that in, but um, okay, but yeah. If you uh, okay, if you get it, then let me know. I'm gonna listen to it. How long do you think this will be? Like an hour. Um, right now it's an hour thirty minutes. Um, cut down like the parts. We're messing up a lot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) about an hour, hour twenty minutes. So wait, how much is the final product? Sorry, but I'm pretty sure it's an hour thirty minutes right now. And I I like to keep a lot of it raw, but like, yeah, it's like, kind of hard if you're doing it with me. That's gonna like mess up every like five like minutes. the time we're talk the the thing we're talking about right now about my podcast. It's not really part yeah. of the topic. That's but gonna be a I lot like to, to like. I, I like to keep it in because it's like it's interesting uh, to hear about. Yeah, you you should put that the part where I was talking about like good about your podcast because it's it's mm-hmm. feedback from like an actual person, not from like a. What is that a person you're interviewing, but also just like feedback from your audience, kind of? Because again, I am being honest about that. You do have something good here. Oh my god! The one thing I love about doing podcasts is because I have planning. I have, oh, you can't see it right now, but I have a plan with all the guests and what topic they're going to do. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't listen to Adams, but I have coping with stress, drawing, um, running a Discord server, etc. On his, but then if you listen to it, we talked about we 
went so off topic. We talked about um, society. <laughs> we talked about discrimination, and that yeah, does yeah, not yeah. fall into coping with stress or drawing or Discord servers. <laughs> but so yeah, awful. but but listening listening to it back, it was so interesting to listen to. Hmm. So that, I mean, that's the, that's the main part of a podcast. You listen to someone talk about a topic. Yeah, and you find it interesting. I mean, I feel as if like yeah, you'd enjoy because you know, um, you as an introvert because you because this has nothing to do with like showing your face or anything, so you don't have to be shy or anything. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I was freaking out in the beginning of this. Honestly, like I was like panicking. I was like, okay, what do I say? What if I mess up? So. I mean, just by like listening to you doing this, it sounds like you have like so much confidence in this. So, as an introvert, as like you, you can do something you love without having to like get out of your comfort zone. Because th- it doesn't sound like you're panicking right now doing the this these podcasts and stuff. You enjoy them, obviously. These, you know, you don't have to do anything where they see you. All they do is just sit down, listen to you, which is like I don't know. It's a way for you to do something you love without actually having to do really much. And the way you're doing this like you're formatting your the way you're organizing everything that takes a lot of guts if i were to do this podcast stuff i probably don't even have a planner i'll just be like okay bitch listen we're gonna talk about random shit for today but i understand why you like this a lot because you have guest speakers but at the same time they're your friends like you can make conversations with them so obviously you don't have any problems with that so again oh my god you have a lot of here um oh if you're gonna talk about the topic about being gay, call me up. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll get you back for that. Okay, okay. You know, uh, it's not like I have any better else to do. So if you have any topics about gay things, yeah, just like, hey, Erwin, so I have a friend who thinks he's gay. Yeah, can you give him tips on that? And I was like, okay, who is it this time? So um, about you saying about like, if you had a podcast, you wouldn't have a planner. Um, that's kind of thing. If you don't know, I manage another podcast with two of the good girls named Ava and Maddie and oh my I'm, god so I'm pretty much their manager and every time I'm like let's do a podcast it's been a week now and you haven't had another podcast on they're like um no we're playing Roblox <laughs> the thing is I feel as if they don't take it seriously that's why because right, you, you uh, take this seriously that's why they, they say they, it's like oh it's just for fun right I mean, this is kind of like for fun. I'm not getting anything out of it. Yeah, but. you aren't getting. <laughs> you aren't getting anything out of it. But at the same time, you take this to a personal level. Like you're like, this is something I love. I'm gonna keep doing it. They're stuck in their own thing. They're like, oh, I'm, they see this thing as like, yeah, it's fun, it's interesting. But at the same time, they rather do other stuff. They probably do the podcasting if they have really nothing better else to do. You do this as a thing of this is something I love to do, and I'll do it whenever I'm bored or like I just want to have some fun or something. Mm-hmm. So. They take this thing as kind of like a joking way. You take it as a joking way too, but you take it at like another extra step or mile to a point where you're like, this is something I'm dedicated to do. And you're, you seem pretty determined about it too. So I don't know. I mean, I don't see any problem with you managing like two different podcasts because it's not like you're doing much work in the second one. Right. Um, I, don't know about the, I don't know about the future of this podcast. So Just keep doing it. See where it leads you. Yeah, but then, in experience with Justin, I get mm-hmm. advice from guests. Mm-hmm. What happens when I run out of guests? You bring back the same guests, but with different topics. <laughs> yeah, because 
you do bring different guest speakers, but at the same time, do you really need to keep bringing in different guests every single time? I mean, you gotta, you gotta keep in mind who else from you know people you know from middle school and wise. Who else can you bring here that can have these kind of talks with you? You can think of some, but how much do you think you can like you know fill up your episodes by? I don't know. Yeah. So it, yeah. there's nothing wrong bringing like the same person. You can pay. For all you know, pair me up with Adam. You know, I'll turn him gay within like the first hour. Boom. Right. <laughs> See what happens. You know, play around. You know. Uh, Too bad next episode for that. <laughs> to the next episode. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, in just a random episode, see if Ern can convince Adam to like converting his sexuality. That's an interesting episode. Actually, I, I should really, we should really do that. I'll try to get Adam on with you. I can imagine you, you're writing it down. Right. Message Adam. <laughs> I don't even know who Adam is. I don't even know what he looks like. <gasps> Send me a picture. Give him my IG. Oh my god. Um, you know I was, what? I say this a picture pod- tomorrow. This podcast isn't even about like you getting advice. This podcast is just you setting up with other people. <laughs> um. So okay, that's it. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. This is another long one, but uh, thank you for having it. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. Follow Erin on his social medias. Oh my god, are you gonna link me? Oh. Yes. I'll be uh, uh, Mr. Peach. Make make sure you follow it right away because I tend to change it like every like week or months or so. Yeah, Mr. Peach is his Instagram. Watch is gonna be yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So thank you for um thank you for for coming on. <laughs> I mean, thank you for having me. Oh my god, it's really late. Like it's the only time you're on, but hey, I really okay. It. Listen, <laughs> if you <laughs> listen, okay, I have a tight schedule going on here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really glad I actually got you on because I really, I was really looking forward to the podcast with you. Yeah, I was the one that you know gave the motivation to make this. Yet I was like your fifth runner up. Whatever, I'm not salty. You are. <laughs> well, thank thank you for listening, guys. Um, see you next episode.